Scams and Cons returns with a new episode beginning February 10th. It will be love at first listen, because the season begins with tales about Valentine's scams. We can't tell you how to mend a broken heart. You'll need to check with the Bee Gees for that. But we can demonstrate our love by exposing how scammers romance your money. To wit, we proffer this short episode about a growing contactless scam involving QR codes. As they've become more popular and more convenient, cyber criminals have also taken notice. Now they're creating their own malicious QR codes to exploit people and trick them into handing over personal information like banking details. When they were first introduced, QR codes made no sense. Large squares enclosing smaller black and white squares in what seemed to be a random order. It turned out, QR codes had more information than the humble barcode and was processed by computers more quickly. As we've been practicing social distancing, QR codes have gained popularity. If you've been brave enough to dine at a restaurant, it's likely that a QR code on your table connected you to the menu. When customers need details on a product, retailers use QR codes to bring that data right to your smartphone. The FBI recently warned that those densely packed codes can bring all kinds of problems. Let me begin by saying QR codes aren't bad things. The overwhelming majority of the ones you encounter are used for good, not evil so there's no reason to stop using them. Here's what Catherine Honeycutt of the Better Business Bureau has to say. So it's really important if you see a QR code come through maybe your inbox or in the mail just randomly that it could be from a scammer. It's, it's very likely. CNN has reported that scammers put fraudulent QR code stickers on more than two dozen parking stations in Austin, Texas. Those codes collected credit card information from people just trying to pay for parking. The same problem happened in San Antonio. If you're in a hurry, you shoot a QR code, uh, you pay some money to a website, and it turns out to be the wrong website. And, you know, we're, we're all, unfortunately, we're aided by technology, and, of course, we, we suffer at the hands of technology at times. That was Lieutenant Marcus Booth of the San Antonio Police Department. ABC News Homeland Security reporter Luke Barr said fake QR codes are primarily a way of phishing, a technique that captures your personal data without your knowledge. They can, in fact, manipulate the coding in the QR code to change it, to redirect you to a different website, and then proceed to ask you for your financial information, for your bank information, for your personal login information. FBI warns that they could put some malicious malware on your computer. In fact, with the surge in ransomware going on, it's not uncommon that they might put ransomware on your computer. The most dangerous QR codes are the ones that take you to websites that appear to be authentic, but may have unexpected URLs. It's impossible for us to just look at a code and find out that it's dangerous, but there are QR code apps that display the URL before sending you to the website. If you're using the QR code to buy something with a credit card, you might want to exit the app and use your browser to visit the company's website where you know the transaction is legit. 
If scanning a code sends you to a website with bad grammar or misspellings, consider that a warning that you're in dangerous territory. As complicated as they look, QR codes are pretty simple. You can make one yourself, and there are plenty of places on the web that'll do it for free. Now, you don't need me to tell you there ain't nothing free. Just remember that if you're not the customer, then you're the product. Those free QR codes may do what you want, but that doesn't mean they don't do other things. Things you don't want, like installing a keystroke reader or a tracking cookie. But as I say, QR codes aren't inherently dangerous. In fact, they can improve your sex life. I have a story for you guys that I, I don't even know what you're going to I don't know what you're going to say about this story. There's a brand new website out there called Where Did You Wear It? Now, this was launched by Planned Parenthood of the Great Northwest. Now, what this is is a website that is attached to some condoms that Planned Parenthood released into society that have QR codes on them. They actually gave out 60,000 condoms with this. You can scan the QR code on your condom and go to this website, where did you wear it, and register the location, <laughs> how good the experience was. <laughs> what? Is the QR code me? on the packaging, Packages. I hope, <laughs> not on the actual condom? <laughs> like you, don't, you don't scan the QR code while it's on. Yes, no, they're not going to be scanning your hoo-ha. <laughs> You're like, wait, hold on a second. Yeah. Let me just grab yeah, it. Just... Yeah. They're trying to promote safe sex and at the same time normalize condom use so that people can see that people are practicing safe sex all over the place. So far, people have checked in and registered in 48 different states in the United States and also on six different continents. How much information am I supposed to be revealing here? Well, they're saying that it's anonymous, but that brings up this huge question. I mean, you're checking in when you have sex with someone somewhere, and this is going to pinpoint it within a thousand feet on a map. But you're not checking in simultaneously while you're doing it. You're checking in after, hopefully. That's TMI. I mean, this is a social media aid. Everybody wants to share their information on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. But some stuff just needs to be private. How do you answer where did you wear it? Isn't there only really one place to go? Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> no, not like, I put it on my finger. Yeah. Join us February 10th for our Valentine's Day episode, No Need to Send Flowers. A successful con seduces a sucker into a world where their dreams can come true. This magic casts a spell that leads its audience to anxiously hand over all their money to scammers, who vanish before the sucker realizes it was all an illusion. If you enjoy the podcast, please help us out by telling your friends and encouraging them to listen. Scams and Cons is available wherever podcasts are found and at scamsandcons.com. You can also follow us on Facebook. Just look for Scams and Cons. Lastly, we'd be grateful for a five-star rating wherever you're listening right now. 
It really does go a long way toward helping us build our audience. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Amy and Vanessa from She Goes by Jane, where we shine light on the stories of missing and unidentified women. On November 7th, we're sharing Nahida's story for the first time in a podcast. And this is a story that I thought I knew, but after reading police reports, became more complicated than I thought. When investigators are called to Nahida Khatib's house, everything looks fine. Her purse is on the kitchen table, her cup of coffee is on the counter, and her two-year-old niece is in her playpen. The only thing amiss? Nahida is missing. Every week, we feature a poem written in honor of the person we're talking about. This week, we're joined by one of our favorite actresses. You might know her from Sister Act or King of the Hill or The Descendants. But if you're like us, you'll know her from Hocus Pocus. She's the much-beloved Kathy Najimy. Join us November 7th to hear Nahida's story.